Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. We're going to jump right in. Lots of stuff to talk about. It's been a few days. Uh, so, uh, the first thing is just the thought that I had. A lot of times you hear the phrase cultural appropriation, and I think that's hilarious because the U.S. is like a giant melting pot of cultural appropriation. Uh, literally, it's a nation of immigrants. So, I just find the term cultural appropriation to be pretty funny, given you know the country that it's coming from. Uh, then, as a joke, I was saying a, a part of me wants to change my Instagram name to Ass Booty so my followers can wonder to themselves, when the fuck did I start following Ass Booty? Uh, Trump's presidency, uh, I think, was summed up best uh, in a Dave Chappelle special that he did on Netflix. He said Trump's presidency is like seeing a crack pipe in your Uber driver's passenger seat. I think that that's pretty funny and pretty true. Um, also, uh, as we were talking about in the last podcast, uh, we're really kind of focused on a new partnership with Patreon for this podcast, and there's actually a way that you can help out the podcast without even being a patron if you wanted to. Uh, there's actually a link uh, that you can go to, which we're going to have uh, on all of our platforms, uh, where if you wanted to do something, if you're a creator or an artist or you're thinking of doing something on Patreon, if you do it through this link, uh, it'll actually help us with a ref- what's called a referral fee, and we would be able to gain money that way. Uh, so you won't even have to spend a cent to help us by doing that if you're an artist that wants to consider using Patreon. So it's definitely something that we encourage you to do if you are thinking of a podcast of your own or a YouTube channel or anything that you're looking to get funded, uh, check it out because it seems to be the real deal. Uh, Then I was making a joke, I was saying sipping on pineapple juice to keep it sweet, to keep what sweet if you don't know so sorry. If you do know, you're probably laughing your ass off right now. Uh, Then another great line that I heard in Dave Chappelle's comedy show uh, on Netflix is he was saying, I like to visit Amish country and say, you don't even know what the weather will be like tomorrow, do you? (laughs) I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, Then not so funny in the NBA, lots of crazy stuff is happening in the NBA. Uh, Koei Leonard uh, of the San Antonio Spurs is very discontent, it seems like, based on the treatment, rehab, and timetables uh, for his injury, and it seems to have created an, some type of difficulty between him and the Spurs, and there's a lot of rumors now that he Leonard wants to get out of San Antonio, and that would be a shame, because obviously, to have a coach like Greg Popovich uh, doesn't come around that often in the NBA, but... You know, if he were to leave the Spurs, even a coach as great as Greg Popovich, I don't know what he would be able to do with the Spurs. They are still one of the best teams in the West without Leonard, but with Leonard, they're that much better. Uh, So that's a pretty scary situation if you're a Spurs fan. Then I had to shake my head the other day when I found out through Vanity Fair that Ivanka Trump is leading the search to replace John Kelly. Uh, Just, you know, another example of what's wrong with this administration. Uh, then uh, Flazodon, or Golazodon, I should say, uh, tweeted out, WWE sucks and more old people coming back doesn't make it more exciting. I hope Steve Blackman hits someone with a stick. I thought that was pretty funny. Leading up to uh, Raw 25 on Monday. 
then also it was kind of sad uh, Milwaukee fired head coach Jason Kidd I think that's a horrible decision because I think that he was doing a really good job with the Bucks. I, I wish they gave him more time uh, but you know uh, we'll see what happens with that uh, then there is a really funny moment here I don't know if it's going to show properly it looks like it didn't load properly yeah uh, so I'll skip that uh, then Tim and Sid talked about the fact that Toronto is all in on the 2026 World Cup uh, for FIFA, so they've, they've made a bid. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, one of the things that's coming out of that, apparently, is a request to build a stadium that can seat 80,000 people, uh, which would be interesting if it could bring about, eventually, an NFL team to Toronto. That would be very cool. Uh, then Digital Spy tweeted out Harry Styles could be the next James Bond, uh, and to me, when I heard that news, I already don't like Daniel Craig as James Bond. This would really kill the franchise for me if they cast Harry Styles as James Bond, but we'll see what happens. Um, then I saw a really crazy stat that said now Tom Brady, obviously going to be in this year's Super Bowl will have played in 15%, 1-5% of all of the Super Bowls ever. That's an unbelievable stat. Uh, to add, Adam Schefter has, uh, to add to the Tom Brady legacy, four days before leading the Patriots to their eighth Super Bowl in 16 seasons, number 12 got 12 stitches beneath his right thumb. Uh, that's pretty crazy as well. Uh, then, uh, going into Monday's game for the Leafs, it was an interesting storyline uh, with Bernier facing his old team. Uh, obviously, the Avs were victorious, and Bernier was victorious. Uh, we'll get more into that a little bit later. Uh, then WWE Creative Humor tweeted, As a sign of goodwill, Vince McMahon has invited all of the former members of WWE Creative to Raw 25, provided we buy our own ticket at full price. Don't tell anyone who we are and never go backstage. So I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, then Josh Gerstein had a really good tweet. He said, A watchdog group says alleged $130,000 payment to Stormy Daniels was illegal donation to Trump's presidential campaign. And a sim similar argument was leveled at John Edwards. It got him indicted but not convicted. But it also ended John Edwards' political career. Uh, which goes to show you the hypocrisy of the Republican Party right now supporting Donald Trump uh, where when it happened with John Edwards that was it for his career uh, then as a joke I said what would Nelson Mandela say about how Bernie played uh, for the Avs so, inside joke there uh, then pretty crazy story Enzo Amore was at first suspended and then fired uh, for the sexual assault allegations coming out of Arizona. Uh, then there was a clip on The National, which I highly recommend everybody checks out. It's on twitter.com slash thejohndnewton. Uh, just some interesting thoughts about Donald Trump from David Frum, uh, which I thought were really interesting. Another interesting video, which I wish I could play, but I can't because I know it'll get us yanked. Uh, but if you're interested, check out CBS's teaser for the Pats-Jaguars game uh, with John Malkovich. It was really good. And I'm not the biggest John Malkovich fan, but it was really good. Um, 
Then the Hollywood Reporter tweeted out the other day, the Mighty Ducks may see a TV series based on the 1990s uh, dramedy about a youth hockey team. So that would be pretty interesting, but it wouldn't be the first TV show that the Mighty Ducks had. They did have an animated Disney show uh, kids forget about. Uh, then of course Raw 25 took place on Monday. Uh, there was a couple of things which I thought were pretty funny. One of them was Kurt Angle's face when uh, the worms were there in the hand of uh, the coach. I thought that that was pretty funny. Um, on a side note, Uberfax tweeted out 50% of humans stop growing in height when they reach the age of 16. I thought that was a pretty crazy stat. Uh, but going back to Raw 25, you could kind of tell when you were watching it because they were airing it from two locations, the Manhattan Center and then in Brooklyn. And the Manhattan Center, you could just kind of tell that those were where the real fans were, the fans that have been watching for most of the 25 years, if not all of them. Um, and to point out even more uh, fun in the Manhattan Center, WWE Creative Humor tweeted out, the holy shit chant is either for The Undertaker or the Ico Pro banner. It was interesting to see the Ico Pro banner that was there. Uh, then another good joke, WWE Creative Humor said, is this the night that Damien Demento gets his revenge? I thought that was pretty funny. Those of you guys that don't know, the very first episode of Monday Night Raw in 1993, The Undertaker beat Damien Demento. And, you know, flicking back and forth, kind of watching the Raw 25 and the Leafs game against the Avalanche, it was interesting because during the Leafs game with the Avalanche, in the crowd you could see Denis Shapovalov, Nick Kiprios in the middle of all people from Sportsnet, and Tim Cook at the end from Apple. So a pretty interesting arrangement of seats there uh, behind the bench in Toronto. Uh, then my friend Mike tweeted out, they need to do more with The Miz other than countless intercontinental title reigns. Give him another world title run, damn it. And I agree with that 100%. I don't think there's anybody better on Monday Night Raw to be the universal champion right now than The Miz. Of course, it's probably not going to happen, uh, but you never know. Maybe uh, they'll do something interesting with The Miz. Maybe you know a lot of talk about him being the intercontinental champion for a record amount of time. Uh, maybe he takes on Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. Maybe he comes out of that and challenges Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship going into SummerSlam. That would be interesting. Uh, then, going back to the Leafs game, I don't understand why they had an empty net for so long at the end of that game. It was like two minutes left in the third period, and they kept the net empty the whole time. Uh, I know that they weren't happy with the call on the Matthews goal, but... You know, I think that that was a pretty stupid move, and it definitely signaled the end of the game early for the Leafs, I thought. Um, and, and if you're watching the games that they've played lately, to me it's almost worse than the collapse they had against Boston in the playoffs a few years ago. The Leafs just don't seem to have what they had at the beginning of the season. They're not scoring as much. Their defense is horrible. Their goaltending I don't think is that great. I've talked about that a lot on this podcast, but... I just found it interesting when he was calling out the team, when you look at what he's done when the Leafs have had a lead and how quickly he's blown those leads, uh, I think that he needs to take some accountability for his position as a goalie as well. Uh, then on Monday Night Raw, uh, I just thought, is it me or is 
Raw 25 just a huge reminder of how great things used to be and how shitty they are now. Just kind of looking at the difference between the legends that showed up and the current roster, you know, it really kind of left you not feeling that great about the current roster, in my opinion. Uh, then I was shocked to see that the Dudley Boys got the loudest pop of the night. Uh, it was pretty crazy to see. Uh, then WWE Creative Humor said apparently Scott Hall needs a commercial break to make it down to the ring. Uh, and I was also thinking maybe they wanted a tape delay just in case because it was live. Um, then of course the Balor Club came out and I said that the Balor Club just killed my buzz about you know having DX and Scott Hall in the same ring. It would have been really cool to see Kevin Nash there as well, but unfortunately due to injuries he couldn't be there. Um, and WWE Creative Humor had a really good tweet. They said, welcome to Finn Balor's Make-A-Wish uh, when he came out with DX and Scott Hall. Uh, then yesterday, Joe Rogan had an interesting tweet from Gizmodo uh, that China has already gene-edited 86 people with CRISPR. Uh, so that's pretty creepy. Uh, another big thing that came out yesterday, uh, John Cena may be playing Duke Nukem in a movie coming out soon. Uh, my question is, does John Cena have a deep enough voice to play Duke Nukem? Uh, we'll have to see. Uh, then Entertainment Weekly had an interesting tweet. They said Ryan Reynolds to reunite with Deadpool writers for a new Clue movie. So they're going to be remaking the Clue movie that they had in the past. And I couldn't understand when Brother Love showed up on Monday Night Raw, the pop that he got. Uh, but Matthew was saying that his podcast has really made him hotter than his own face, and I thought that, that was pretty interesting. It kind of explains the reaction that he got on Monday Night Raw. Uh, then Tom Meaner tweeted out that a deal is believed to have been struck to secure a new Trans-Pacific Partnership, so the TPP trade agreement. Uh, there's 11 countries on board after the trade deal was initially scuttled by Donald Trump, and foreign media is reporting the signing ceremony will be held in March. So that's interesting to see. Then going back to Monday Night Raw, it was interesting because uh, they were playing in two locations and a lot of the time they weren't playing at the Manhattan Center. And there's a video on Twitter of the crowd in the Manhattan Center basically just yelling bullshit for 30 seconds straight because nothing was going on. And as you can tell in the video there, there's no screen of what's going on in Brooklyn for Monday Night Raw either. So they're basically just sitting there. And the worst part was they actually charged $850 per ticket uh, for the fans that were there. So some pretty crazy stuff. I don't think the WWE will be doing that again. And James R. Kennedy had a funny tweet. He said, imagine if Eric Bischoff somehow managed to find out some of the Raw 25 results and tweeted them out beforehand just for old time's sake. And going to politics, I don't understand why the Democrats just don't play the Republicans game and go on TV and said that Trump said the wall would be paid for by Mexico, not the taxpayers, to really show that they're not supporting the budget that they're putting out there.
then I was blown away to find out um, in terms of movies, I had no idea that George Lucas used to be Francis Ford Coppola's assistant or that Coppola almost rejected The Godfather if it wasn't for Lucas's encouragement and the fact that the rent for the studio was due. So that definitely blew my mind to find that out the other day. Uh, for SmackDown yesterday, the only thing that really was interesting to me was Big E's reaction to the one fan with the pancakes as he was going to the ring. If you don't remember that, you can go back and watch that. It's pretty funny. Uh, then Uberfax tweeted out a pretty um, discouraging stat that more than $80 of every $100 of wealth created in 2017 went to the richest 1%. Um, and a funny joke from Adam Cleary, he said, surely the best solution for 205 Live is just to say that Enzo was Drew Gulak's Tyler Durden, the manifestation of the wrestler Drew secretly wanted to be. And to end with politics, uh, just some random brain droppings I heard on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, the government spending money is not what socialism means. Uh, he had on a historian on his show. He also said, I don't see any parallels between Nazi Germany and the U.S. right now. They're not coming off a war they lost. They're not de a devastated or humiliated nation. There's no hyperinflation, and there's not a charismatic guy in prison writing a manifesto that tries to throw a coup. Um, and the last thing he mentioned was, in terms of the numbers of neo-Nazis and members of the KKK in the U.S., you're looking at 6,000 to 10,000 people in a nation of 325 million that would make them totally irrelevant. Uh, so that'll do it for this episode. I want to thank everybody for watching and listening. And if you haven't yet, please visit Patreon and see if you can support us. If not, if you're interested in creating your own Patreon page, definitely use that link. It will also help us as well. And we will see you on the next episode.